podcast. Thank you so much for listening. This is our episode number two, and I have titled this episode, To Whom Much Is Given, Much Is Required. You know, the Bible says in Luke 12, 48, for unto whomsoever much is given, of him shall be much required. The message, my favorite version of the Bible, if you go back a verse, Luke 12, 47 through 48, it says, the servant who knows what his master wants and ignores it, or in silently does whatever he pleases will be thoroughly thrashed. But if he does a poor job through ignorance, he'll get off with a slap of the hand. Great gifts mean great responsibilities. Greater gifts, greater responsibilities. I think one of the things that we witness in this society today is a sense of entitlement. What is entitlement, you say? Well, let me just let you know. The definition of entitlement is believing oneself to be inherently deserving of privileges or special treatment. We don't deserve anything but death and hell. Our human race messed up what God's original plan was. That's what we're deserving of. We don't deserve blessings. We don't deserve promises. There's over 7,000 promises in the Bible that God gives to us, but we don't deserve them. The difference in the mentality is that we can walk around and claim that we're blessed and we can live in the blessing and we can claim those promises and we can walk and live in the promises of God. But if our attitude is that we deserve them, that's when entitlement sets in and that's when there is a big issue. If you're experiencing a block in your life and you feel like you've done everything correctly, I would ask you to go seek God and ask him, what is it that you would have me do? When it says great gifts mean great responsibilities, you might ask yourself, well, what gifts do I have? I think there's different ways you can have gifts. Some you're born with. Some of us came right out of the womb knowing how to sing. Some people are inclined to dance a little better than somebody else. They might be acquired gifts. You might have learned how to cook very well or learned an instrument. There's spiritual gifts as well that we gain uh, when we become Christians. There's the spirit of uh, grace, the gift of prophecy, the gift of serving, the gift of encouragement, the gift of leadership. These are all gifts that God has profoundly given you so that you can use them for the glory of God. So ask yourself, am I using the talents that God gave me for the glory of God? Go back to the scripture. It says the servant who knows what his master wants and ignores it or in silently does whatever he pleases. Are you doing what you please? Or are you doing what God pleases? And don't think that if you think to yourself, well, I don't know what it is that God wants me to do. You're still held responsible. If you go on in the scripture, it says, but if he does a poor job through ignorance, which means even if you don't know, he'll get off with a slap of the hand. It's not as great of a punishment if you don't know rather than the people who do know, but he's still held responsible. Great gifts mean great responsibilities and greater gifts mean greater responsibilities. 
I believe that even is covering all things because there's some people on this earth that have greater talents than others. But some people have great talents and some people have greater. With the greater talent comes the greater responsibility. But that doesn't mean if you're not in the greater greater end of those things, then you're still in the great. And you still have a talent, a gifting ability to glorify God. And you're supposed to use it to glorify God and to serve others. Jesus walked this earth and didn't act entitled. He didn't say, I should be fed a certain kind of food. I should stay in a certain kind of place. Adorn me with jewels. And he walked around serving others. He fed the hungry. He healed the sick. He washed other people's feet. This was the entire life of Jesus Christ as he walked the earth. And it says in the Bible that we're supposed to be image bearers and we're supposed to be Christ-like. Are we serving others or are we serving ourselves? Our question should be when we get up every day, I believe this, is not what God can do for me, but what can I do for you, God? How can I serve and follow you today? I think if we switch our dialogue around and we get rid of that sense of entitlement and that deservingness of certain things, because a lot of us have walked through some really tragic stuff. We've had death. We've had loss. We've had... Um, some we've had abuse we've had things happen to us or we've been in circumstances and sometimes I believe that that can get over into a victim mentality where we believe that because we've been through so much stuff we deserve a reward or we deserve a break in life maybe not just even a reward I think sometimes we think we deserve a break like well because I've been through so much nothing should ever happen to me again because I've been through so much and I'm sorry to tell you that the Bible says that we don't We didn't come to earth and live this life without any trials. But the promising good news is that Jesus walks through it with us. He helps us and guides us. And boy, oh boy, have I learned that when I've walked through something very, uh, very trying and it's been a tribulation for me, it's been hard. But boy, when I search God and I seek him and I give him praise and I just solemnly say through the entire uh, tribulation that I just know that God's by my side and he's going to get me through There's quite a reward and quite a great feeling of accomplishment when you get through on the other side and it makes you a better person and it also helps you have compassion for those who are going through the same thing that you've been through. You really should see yourself as almost like a warrior or a soldier who has earned a type of badge that says, I can now talk to uh, the people who are broken. I can now pray for those who have been abused because I've walked through that and it allows me to have compassion for others. I think if we were someone who never went through anything in our life, wouldn't it be hard to have any kind of empathy for someone or to pray or serve? If there's something particular in your life, maybe it's been sexual abuse, maybe it's just been abused by by men or or women, or or maybe it's an addiction. Whatever it is that you've walked through or are walking through, God is going to use that. In Romans 8:28, it says, "All things work for the good for those who love the Lord." That means all things, not just good things, bad things too work for our good. He has a plan and he is masterful at turning something bad into something good. I've seen him do it firsthand. So why wouldn't we just place our complete trust in God and do exactly what he told us to do? I think it's because we feel like we've earned uh, a, a path that doesn't give us any kind of difficulty. And that's just not true. And I will tell you that when I changed my mentality of walking through some things that really had hurt me or were difficult. Now I look for it 
as a challenge. When something comes up and it says, oh, won't he do it? He sure will. And how's he going to do it? I don't know. But that's sometimes some of the most exciting times of my life is when I don't know how God's going to walk me through a certain event in my life. But boy, when he does, I look back and I go, I couldn't have done that on my own thinking and in my own way. Going back to the scripture, we're each held responsible. It is expected that we use our gifts to glorify God and to benefit others. So even if you know you're held at a very high responsibility level of if God told you to sing, you better sing. If he told you to cook for your neighbors and make them cookies and pray over that stuff and just deliver it. If he told you to do something, just do it. And if it feels like it's uncomfortable or it's something you don't want to do, chances are it's God telling you to do it. And there will be a blessing on the other side. We have got to stop making excuses in our life. Well, this, well, that. Well, I got to go to work in the morning, so I don't really have time. Make time. Seek the Lord. If you have anything else to do for the day, the top priority, get up 15 minutes earlier and just seek God. Say, God, I don't really like this job I'm going to today, but I'm going to ask that you shine through me and you somehow be the center of my day. And that if there's someone in the workplace that just needs a listening ear, if they need a hug, Maybe they just need somebody to walk in and be positive. Maybe they've been around negativity all weekend. And when you walk in the door, be an atmosphere changer. Just that alone sometimes is just your gifting. Whatever your gifting is, use it for the glory of God. We have to commit ourselves to expending them according to his will so he can be glorified. I've found that time after time when I've walked into a situation that I just was throwing a fit about and being angry that I got to even be at this certain place or this certain, you know, uh, location or even going into a job that I feel like, oh, this isn't my destiny. What am I doing here? It's a part of my destiny. It's a part of my call. And there's things that I have found over the last year that there's things in my heart that I didn't even realize that I had in my heart because God allowed a certain position or a certain uh, area of my life that I was walking through that he shined a light on a dark area of my heart that needed to be healed in order for me to move forward and go on to what it is he's called me to do. At the end of the day, we don't deserve anything but death and hell. Isn't what he's given us enough? Even if nothing else goes in your favor for the rest of your life, hasn't he done enough? What has he given us? He's given us mercy. He's given us life, eternity, freedom, forgiveness, love, and truth. The only thing us sinners deserve is God's judgment. And sometimes I find it's a good thing that we don't always get what we want. All those unfulfilled desires for my for my thinking, when I don't have when I have unfulfilled desires, it reminds me of where my true satisfaction comes from. It comes from Christ and Christ alone. If you're single and you've been waiting on somebody to come into your life, one of the most beautiful moments of my life has been the last three years that I've been single. Because my neediness for thinking I wanted someone has completely vanished. I love God so much and he has filled the areas of my heart where I was yearning for something. And listen, it's okay to desire a wife or a husband. That's so natural. It says in the Bible that man shall not walk alone. He created Adam and Eve to be companions. But in the meantime, if there's things that God is trying to work on 
in your life and in your heart and in your soul. Let him and let him be your husband. Let him be the thing that you need in your life in order to get right. Because I'll tell you, when my husband does come along, I want to be full of life. I want to be able to give something to the relationship and not take away from it. And there's a lot of things that we have in the natural that we have talents of, but man, if there's something in your heart that isn't correct and there's something in your heart that's going to be an issue down the road in a marriage, God wants to heal it right now. And he wants to make sure that it's taken care of. And I got to tell you, there is nothing more satisfying than just knowing that God loves me and that is enough. So if you're in that position today, and I don't really know why I went that direction, but I really felt led to just say so, that just get close to God and let him be your lover. Let him be your husband. Let him be your father. Let him be everything that you need. If you have children, let him be the father of your children because he will be the best husband and the best father for your children that no earthly man could ever take because he's perfect. And he designed you. He knows every single detail of who you are and what you're made of. So going back to what we should ask ourselves each and every day. We are to go to the Lord and request things. We are to give him our troubles. We're supposed to cast our cares. And it says, ask and it shall be given. So he wants us to ask him for things. So hear me correctly. But God is saying, if you'll just ask me what you can do for me, I will fulfill the things that you, he already knows what you need. And it doesn't mean that we don't ever say, God, I really need help in this area. Or, um, you know, my rent is due and I don't see how this is going to be made. But I think what God is really trying to probe us in is that where's the motive in the, of your heart at, at the top of the list? It's great to ask God for things, but if the ulterior motive is I deserve it and if you don't give it to me, then I'm going to throw a fit and I'm just going to go back to what I was doing before. It really is a heart issue. Every day, our hearts should be longing to do something that God wants us to do. You know, I got into the habit about six, seven months ago where I would just get up and I would say, God, I have a plan for today. I have a routine and I have a schedule but I want your plans to supersede mine. So whatever steps that I take, I just say that they're ordered of the Lord. And if there's an area that I'm going that you don't want me to go, then I will listen to whatever Holy Spirit tells me and I'll go the direction you want me to go. And you know, there were days where my lists were so long and there were things that I had to do and it seemed overwhelming. But once I just gave it to the Lord, seemingly and effortlessly, Things just got done. And I found along the path of me getting all my my list done, I found along that path that there were people that I actually helped along the way. Sometimes it's just helping somebody take their groceries out to their car. Look around. Open your eyes. See God in everything. Look around you as you walk into your job or you go to the post office or your neighbors. Every day there are signs and evidence of God everywhere you go. It is a miracle that we get up every day and the sun comes up and the moon comes up and that whole cycle of life 
If you look at the trees around you, the the great design and how they're even alive and how they how they flourish in the seasons that were, you know, when you go into winter, those seasons were all created and designed by God. And we get so busy with our life and we get so busy with ourselves and what it is we desire and the dreams that we have that that's all we focus on and we miss so much in each and every day. So I would ask that you just pray and say, God, if I have been having an attitude of entitlement or self-deserving, then I repent. And I say, I'm sorry that I have had this attitude and this mentality and I want it broken off of my life. And Jesus, you help me to keep a heart of gratitude, but I will just make you the center of my life each and every day. And I will ask you as I get up, what would you have me do and how can I help glorify your name and how can I help you serve others? You guys, this is a big deal because we live in a society that everyone feels entitled. Everyone feels deserving because of my past, because of what I've went through, because of my ancestry, because of because of hurts and because of pains and because of what other people have done. We deserve this. It's sad. And it's become, it's seeping into our minds and because we see it on TV or we hear it on the radio. Everywhere you look, everyone feels entitled. We are not of this world. So let's step out of the world system and let's walk in a godly kingdom, godly kingdom uh, world that we are from and what we do and let's, let's do kingdom things and let's think kingdom thoughts, which is, What can I do to serve you and others today, Lord? And I think if we place that at the top of our list, and I think if we make that a priority in our lives, I sincerely believe you will see things change dramatically in your life. It's just as simple as repenting, letting it go. And the Bible also says to renew your minds daily. Get up every day and read the word of God and say, God, how can I serve you? And get into a daily habit of doing it. And I think you're going to see things happen expectantly and immediately in your life if you'll change this mentality. And I'm telling you, it won't happen overnight because that's something that's really deeply ingrained in some of us. And I think if we get up and we say to the Lord, I'm giving this to you. I want to change who I am. I want to change my thought patterns. Where can I go? What can I do today to serve you? I think that slowly but surely you will see your life change and you'll start to see things around you. You'll see God in everything. So let's ask him every day. What can we do to serve you, God, and what can I do to serve others? And listen, I really appreciate each and every one of you listening to this. I'm really looking forward to hearing anything that you have to say on this subject or anything else that you would like us to cover in the future. There is a voice message button at the end of this that you can hit and you can send messages to me. Um, If there's any prayer requests that you have, hit that voice message button and send them to me and I will pray over them diligently as I receive them. And again, if there's any subjects that you guys want to hear about, um, I do these podcasts based on what God lays on my heart to do. Um, but if there's somebody that sends something to me and Holy Spirit says, yes, I want you to, to cover that topic or I want you to, um, to discuss that, I will do it. So uh, I really appreciate each and every one of you listening to this. Thank you so much. I'm just praying over each and every one of you that right now God just touches your heart. He just gets rid of any entitlement or deserving attitude on your life and that you'll just be broke free from the chains of bondage of thinking that 
you deserve something, that you just walk in freedom today knowing that you don't deserve anything, but you get blessings and promises from God. So I thank you, Father God, right now that you're just, you're just in igniting something new in each and every person that's listening to this podcast. And I praise you for each and every person that's listening. And I thank you that you'll just bless their day mightily and that other people's lives will be touched because they obeyed you today. And they decided that they were going to move forward, just knowing and being grateful that you gave them life and you designed them to do something for somebody else today. So Thanks again for listening. I hope you have a blessed day. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please hit that voice message. Thank you so much for listening to Beautiful Outlaws Podcast, and we'll see you again next week.